ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to keep you guys waiting. We're going to get into today's show. I'm your host, Amala Efinovi, and alongside me, we have Taylor in Nashville. Happy Friday, guys. How y'all doing? Woo! Sorry to keep you waiting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me explain. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties trying to get into today's show today, so me and Taylor are hustling behind the scenes because we're like, we are not going to leave you guys hanging. We have a piece of equipment that continuously overheats, so now, you know, I'm, I'm treating it like a, a sick child. I've got ice packs on it and a little fan blowing, so if you hear the fan in the background, just know that is what is bringing you your show today. <laughs> now, also, if we drop off suddenly, that's what happened. At least you know. Exactly. If, if all of a sudden you don't hear from me anymore or the screen goes black, just know that it is technical difficulties that are, you know, terrorizing our lives right now. So <laughs> we're going to have a fun, fun Friday. Happy Friday to you guys. I hope you've had a fantastic week. Let me know what your weekend plans are down in the chat below. I'm probably going to go dancing with my best friend, Risa. You know, we like to go out on the town on, on Saturday nights. So that's what we'll be doing. Taylor, any any plans this weekend? I'm going to Knoxville to see my wife's parents who don't live there, but they're visiting there and uh, hang out with my two-year-old nephew. So Aww. pretty exciting stuff. Very, very Not fun. Not exactly hitting the town and dancing. But, <laughs> no. You know. uh, today we want to do something fun with the stream. It's going to be a choose your adventure stream or a you choose I react stream. I asked you guys on community notes or on the uh, community tab of my channel. Do you guys want me to react to a video about Gen Z hating America, or do you want me to react to six bodybuilders and deciding who's natty and who's not? You guys voted, why does Gen Z hate America? So we're gonna start there. But throughout the show, we'll be doing little polls down below where you can choose which video we go to next. If you get bored, you wanna move on, you let me know and we will do so. So first we're gonna start out with a video posted by Jen titled, why does Gen Z hate America? Now I see this guy all over YouTube. He does little like man on the street videos that he mixes in as sort of a, a video essayist, I would say. So today we're going to watch this one and see how we feel about it. Let's get into it. What do you think are the biggest American problems? Systemic racism. Obesity. I believe Americans export their problems. I think the educational system is a, is a big problem. Do you think the American dream is still alive? Not sure. It has to be a joke, right? This is the biggest lie ever. The American dream is dying. I love how dude is just like chiefing a cigarette right into his mic. <laughs> I'll be like, bro, can it, what can the addiction, can the Nick addiction wait just a second? <laughs> Today I'm out here and the question I'll be asking is, do you like America? I wouldn't holistically say that I love the US, but uh, <laughs> plenty of great people. It's a messed up country, but they have good pillars in the way of their thinking and what they believe in. Yeah, America's cool. About everything I'm experiencing now, America is very uncool. America used to be a leader as a country. I don't think we're reaching our potential and I think the divisiveness in this country is going to lead to many issues if it's not addressed. Let's pause there. Do you guys like America? Maybe we can ask you in a poll down below. You guys can answer that question. I'm going to say yes. Of course, you all know I'm going to say yes. I uh, love the opportunities that are awarded in this country and just all the different possibilities that you have. It's why people are clamoring to to get into this country. Does that mean this country has no issues? Absolutely not. It doesn't mean that. It just means that even with the issues that we experience in this country, and as she points out, the divisiveness that is in this country right now, I still feel like there is way more uh, benefit 
than than the opposite of that, you know? And even with the problems and the divisiveness that we experience and the back and forth we have on political issues or the government or cultural and social issues, all of that is possible because we live in America and because we get to exercise our free speech and go back and forth with one another and have these debates. And I think Americans are so obsessed with the idea of progress and making this country better, although we view those two things in very different ways. Uh, but that's why we have such divisiveness. Everybody kind of wants to do the right thing and put the country on the right track. So these are symptoms of, in my opinion, a pretty good disease to be constantly worried about, you know, what is best for your country and for your people. Taylor, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to say you like America as well. <laughs> I do. I mean, I can't say anything else. I, I mean, obviously, there's plenty of issues that we face in this country. There's lots of ways in which we failed to live up to the founding ideals and uh, a lot of division, a lot of economic mismanagement, shall we say. But for all its flaws, I think it is still the greatest country on earth. And there's a reason why so many people come here uh, from all over the world to try to make it and to adopt the ideals and try to uh, live out their American dream. And we'll get into more about whether the American dream is dead in this video, but uh, yeah, it looks like you guys are mostly in agreement. 83% say uh, that they like America and 18, 17% say no. Yeah. So. I, I just had uh, somebody in my life who got American citizenship recently and, you know, went to the office, took the American citizenship test, all that fun stuff. And for me, it was just, like a moment of, of reflection on how unique it is and how wonderful it is to actually be an American. It was a reflection on this nation's history. And, you know, going, we went through like the, the hundred citizenship questions that you have to like study up before you go into. And luckily I knew a lot of them just from my schooling in this country. And we really focus on a, a lot of the subject matters that are covered in your citizenship test. But it's just such an interesting reminder to like, think about the people who came before us, think about those who built this country, what it is they had to go through just the long-standing history that sits on this land and uh that was just a, a very cool moment to watch somebody go through the process and look at it from the perspective of never having to have gone through that process just being born here and being lucky enough to be a citizen in this country so that was cool let's continue watching I've been there in West Virginia, that's where I was born. It's a little bit weird for a black person like me, West Virginia, it's a little bit racist, but... I lived in the States for like seven years of my life. I met some great people. It's just the violence that I don't like about the States. Government, no, but country as, and people itself, I don't have a problem. Like, what about like the politics is, that you don't like about? Uh, invading <laughs> And in the world we live in today, I would rather be franked by Americans than another superpower. Sure, it has its problems politically, but as like a place, most people the vast majority of the general public is fine. Recently, there's been a poll in America where they said that only 16% of Gen Z are proud to be American. Why do you think this is? Inability to afford an apartment, student loan. There's so many reasons that they took their kids. What the Quack. do they know? The American dream is dying. No one else, no one is believing it anymore. The Gen Z generation is, in a way, in a unique spot. You have, uh, I think, a lot more extreme opinions because it's very easy to manipulate opinions and kind of push your agenda. Because... Mm. That's a good point there. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. We did get a $50 super chat. So I do have to read that immediately. We read those right off the bat. Moderate Thoughts says the biggest problem is Americans are ungrateful for the contributions of the left and the right being grateful for the contributions of people.
people with whom you disagree is a vital part of keeping society alive. I agree with you. I do think that is a, a big problem. I don't know how I would rank it on the list of all the other problems that we're dealing with as a country, but yeah, you have to be able to appreciate the work of people that you disagree with. And we view people in such a black and white way that I feel like it ruins that perspective largely. I think a lot of people come from the viewpoint of if you, you know, fundamentally disagree with me on X, Y, and Z, you cannot contribute anything good to society. You can do nothing good. You are not a good person. And you are, you're fundamentally morally flawed. And that's, of course, super wrong. There are plenty of leftists who I personally, in conversations, would not agree with on most of the things that they say or most of the beliefs behind their ideology. But that doesn't mean that they can't contribute to society or do really great things or be super helpful and be, you know, contributors in, in our communities and things like that. So we have to always bear that in mind. It's so easy to place people in a camp and be like, you know, those people are not good for society in any way, shape, or form. And we really have to fight that feeling. And I think it's a feeling that we all feel, although some of us are more extreme than others. And Gen Z now, I think, is often taught to view people that way. And that's why, you know, they cut off friends with differing political opinions. They cut off family with differing political opinions. They say things like, you know, I hate conservatives or I hate this and that. Um, and I think a lot of that changes with age. Like as you grow up and you meet more people and you gain more life experience, you start to become more moderate in your takes and, and less extreme towards other people. So there's the factor of time, but there's also the factor of we are largely socializing them to behave in that way. So we'll see. We'll check back in on Gen Z in a few years. <laughs> oh, you're going to say oh, something? No, I'll just, yeah, I'll just add... Uh... You know, I had the, a tweet not too long ago, something like the, the conservatives kind of ask, uh, what did our ancestors get right and how can we preserve that and maybe build upon it? The liberal asks, uh, what did our ancestors get wrong and how can we improve upon that or correct those issues? And then the more ideological modern leftist, I guess not modern, but it's been a, been a thing for as long as radical leftism has been around, but they ask, you know, how, what did our ancestors do just so I can stand uh, and look at it from my utopian lens and judge it and destroy it and undo it and complain about how everything is not this perfect utopia that I envision and compare uh, everything that's been done before us to this utopia. And I think the to, to this uh, Super Chat's point is you need a healthy society. You want to have a some people of both of those uh, healthy dynamics of, yes, we need to learn from our past. The others who are saying, yes, we need to uh, improve upon it. And they didn't get it everything right. And that's a healthy tension that you are going to be navigating as you progress through time. And that's a good thing to have. Uh, but when you have people who just do not share any appreciation for what's gone before us and don't share those kind of liberal democratic values that are a commitment to reasonable uh, discussion and rationality and objective truth and things like that, then you're now you're playing by a different set of rules. You're playing according to a utopian vision. And that's a destructive force. And it's not really going to help improve things or make that incremental progress. That is uh, part and parcel of the sort of democratic republic uh, system that uh, America is one of the great examples of. Right. You need balance, guys. Balance is key. 
everything in moderation. We're going to keep watching a little bit of this video, and soon we'll put a poll in the chat for you guys to vote on what we react to next. Today, we have an abundance of information and a lack of nuance where we oversimplify the good and exaggerate the bad. America was never great. Gen Z represents that paradox, open to diverse viewpoints and compromise in older Americans, yet at the same time, close-minded in many ways. I just kind of close myself off and I stay friends with the people that respect my views. But if this promised American dream is slowly fading, can we really blame Gen Z for their activism and resentment? And if there's no more trust is America heading towards collapse I guess we gonna see what do you think are the biggest American problems obesity publicism <laughs> around politics is a giant problem uh, I think the educational system is a, is a big problem systemic racism in our country racism and sexism legislation harming LGBTQ communities um, trans individuals I would say I mean just like I'm trying to think about this. Okay, so obviously, you know I disagree on the systemic racism point. You know I disagree on the sexism point. I think it's a, you know never been a better time to be me in this country. So I, I can't imagine that that is one of the biggest battles that we're in right now as a nation. But the fact that she says LGBTQ stuff when, okay, even just logically, let's like break down the numbers on this. How many people in our population identify as LGBT? And she says specifically trans. I mean, we're talking about maybe a few percentage points with how much it's grown and how it's been socialized. So just statistically, that could not be the biggest problem that we are dealing with as a nation because it has a very small proportion of people who would be affected by said legislation. So it just goes to show how easily influenced people are by you know media and social media and if you can inflate stories and push them enough so that you just have eyes on them people will be convinced that they are in fact the biggest problems that are facing america when just logically that could not be true police brutality no of course racism if i had to ch again with police brutality even if you view police brutality as a huge issue Statistically, it could not be the biggest problem that America is facing. It just could not be with how many people uh, are, are directly affected by police brutality. You, though, why do you think there's still more people moving to America than people leaving America? Opportunities. They want a better life for their children. They want part of the American dream. The American dream is obviously very much still alive. Are you proud to be American? I'm proud to be this American person. How do you help the community? Oh my God. I have protested everything. Guns <laughs> and all the bills that they try to pass to remove rights from trans kids. I believe Americans Gosh. export their problems. Today you see it, that gender identity that is becoming a social issue. Export that. People commonly say that America's biggest export is culture, but it's also their issues as well, it seems like. You're damn right. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess we technically do. I feel like all the issues that, like, America is the hotbed for, you just wait a little bit and they've transported over to, uh, you know, specifically, like, Western Europe. Uh, and they just pick it up and then it becomes an issue over there and then it becomes an issue elsewhere and it just speeds up because we are, you know, whether people like it or not, a huge cultural beacon in terms of, you know, world influence and the issues that take place and specifically those issues that are covered by the media just sprout elsewhere. It's crazy because I've met people who, you know, 
uh, reside in, in Europe and they come to America for a trip or whatever. I remember specifically meeting these two young German women at a bar at, somewhere in Florida. And I started talking to them and they're like these five foot four, super skinny, small, like beautiful blonde girls. I'm like, hey, what do you guys do back home? And they're like, we are in the police force. <laughs> and they're police officers. These like five foot four girls are police officers. I'm like, wow, you must deal with like very different issues uh, when it comes to crime than we deal with here because if you guys are police officers I here I, I would fear for your lives and they're like yeah you know it's not that bad and we don't we don't deal with much or and maybe they're in a specific sector of policing in Germany but we started talking about what I do for a living and I said oh well, I do a podcast and we talk you know a little bit of politics but mostly culture and they found out that I had some conservative leanings and they said oh well that doesn't make sense to us because that means that you like love Donald Trump and you hate black people. And it's because the news footage that they get that shows America is like CNN and ABC and MSNBC. So if that's what's filtered over to those countries, they have a very strange picture of what American politics looks like and what American discourse looks like. And that was the two things that they remembered is that you must love Donald Trump and you must dislike black people. So it did not make sense to them <laughs> that I could have conservative leanings. So if you think about how our issues are being exported, as this guy says, or what image of America people are getting, that is greatly concerning, considering it's coming largely from leftist media. Wild. Okay, guys, I'm going to put a poll in the chat down below about which video we move on to next. We could do a fun one. So we could do... Cody Ko takes over The Button. For those of you who don't know, The Button is a speed dating show where they try to find a match by the end of the video. So we could do that one. Or we could react to Candace Owens talking about OnlyFans on the Whatever podcast. You guys vote down below. And I'll watch this video in the meantime while we decide where we're moving on to. So what do you think are like the biggest problems in America? Probably just like big corporations running everything. Valid. I definitely think that capitalism and corporate greed and big businesses and institutions taking a lack of action to support our communities and the top 1%. Uh, yeah, I'm a tax the rich, eat the rich girly, so. Okay, well that's interesting that you brought up big businesses because I'm curious, which of the following companies has had a massive customer data leak? So Facebook, MasterCard, Twitch, or Comcast? All of them. <laughs> oh, um, all of them. Facebook. For sure, MasterCard. What if I told you that it's actually all four of these different companies? I would believe that as well. How does that make you feel? Um, horrified. <laughs> A little. It's so funny because the the girl who was interviewed, she's saying like, you know, I I think corporate greed is a big problem. I would agree with her on that. And then she goes on to say like, I'm a tax the rich, eat the rich type of girly, which, you know, you guys can view that as you view it. I think it's a very extreme position to take on the issue. But what it outlines to me is there is congruence between the left and the right. And if only we, will, we were able to set aside our differences to fight this singular battle, uh, I mean, it would be unstoppable. It would be a wonderful thing if we got together and said, you know, I might not agree with you on everything, but I can certainly agree with you that like corporate greed and crony capitalism and corporations, you know, data mining and selling all of our, you know, information off and making us into these just like satiated consumers is a horrible thing. And we need to do something about it. If you got together and used your powers as one, 
we'd be unstoppable. But we're so busy, like, you know, arguing with each other over, like, gender and race, which are valid arguments and discussions to have. But since we're so busy with them, they're just taking all of our money and taking all of our data, and soon we're going to be just little docile sheep for them to, to herd around. And that's sad that we can't, for just a moment, unite against this one thing. I'll let him finish talking, then we'll see the results at the poll. A little nervous. Have you gotten a text like this before? All the time. Scammers, right? Yeah, so that's exactly right, is that whenever a company gets hacked, data brokers get access to a lot of data, and then they sell it to these... Oh, gosh. Okay, he's selling us something. We're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you guys vote for? We got 400 Wait. votes. Looks like Candace on whatever. How did I know? <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on. Montreal said you've already seen it, but... Hey. Uh, you well, haven't seen Humble us do it. So. I have not watched this. This is the impact of OnlyFans on women. And this is Candace Owens on the Whatever Podcast. For those of you unfamiliar with the Whatever Podcast, they bring on a bunch of women and a guy hosts it. And they talk about dating and OnlyFans and feminism and all these different things. So let's hear Candace Owens uh, up against some modern women. What are your thoughts on OnlyFans, uh, sex work? And do you believe that uh, a woman doing OnlyFans or porn might have an impact on her future romantic prospects? Uh, and if so, how and why? Warning for sexual conversation, by the way. I don't know where this is going to go. But I imagine that some of these women are going to be OnlyFans models, I guess is what we're calling them. I can repeat any That was yeah. a lot. So let no, me know no, if you need me to repeat fine. anything. Um, I, I talk about this extensively on my show. I mean... The truth is that if you are going to engage in sex work, you are going to probably make a lot of money, especially if you're young. Um, you're on a very tight rope as you get older. Your value goes down, and men are going to want women that are younger and available to them. Um, I'm talking about in terms of just making the person who will subscribe to your OnlyFans page. You know, obviously, women, it's you're, you're declining as you age. As and um, the truth is, is that high value men don't want to date women that are sex workers or even women that aren't sex workers and lean into the whole talking about how sexy and are freely available on the internet for other men to see. What we're talking about is biological proclivity. Um, what men are doing when they first say, uh, ah, this sounds amazing to date a stripper or to date a prostitute or to date a sex worker is there, there's this instinct to have sex. It's going to be amazing when have sex all the time. But then when they realize that actually a form of wanting to be in a relationship is feeling that there's a mystery to a woman, that there's something that's yours, there's something that's sacred, there's something that's powerful and beautiful mm -hmm. that just you share. And when they realize that they have to share that with other men, it completely diminishes the man. Um, a recent cultural example of that, obviously, is what's happening with Nina Agdahl. Uh, she's not a sex worker by any means. This is, she just kind of said some sexy things on the internet um, about wanting cock and oh. at what... <laughs> I mean, was not expecting that from Candace. <laughs> I'm just I'm quoting her directly, so this is purely academic. <laughs> purely um, academic. Purely <laughs> academic. And look at what happened. You know, now Logan has become the la laughing stock of other men as they piece together everything yeah. that she's ever said that's overtly sexual. And again, mm. she's not a sex worker, but mm -hmm. what happened is her value just completely plummeted because uh, you know there this thing that men and me need to feel. Um, and I don't want to say possession in a way that sounds bad, because it's not bad. It's actually really beautiful. Um, and I'm lucky and fortunate that I get to experience that in my marriage, you know, and, and it's it's something that women should strive toward. Okay. 
Let's pause there for a second. Obviously, she's making extremely valid points. Uh, I stand by just about everything that she just said. Uh, I On the Nina Agzal, Logan Paul thing, what is interesting to me, and I think a point that is missed, is I do hate that, like, this was supposed to be a fight between two men, and then Dylan Danis decided to bring in, you know, a woman and, and like, just start dogging on this girl for, for a battle that was supposed to be between two guys. Now, once we set that aside, um, the numbers were stark when it came to the Nina Agdahl post and everything that he found on the internet. Uh, and I am curious to see how that affects their relationship in the long term. Maybe this is stuff that Logan already knew about. And he claims, you know, she's already told me everything. I knew about her past. And there, you will find men that I think are accepting of that. I can't speak to the quality of those men, uh, you know, and how, how long it will last and how long that respect will last. I could see a man out of the gate meeting somebody who's like an OnlyFans creator or a Nina Agdahl of sorts and going, whatever, you know, she's still hot. I think she's funny. She's got a great personality. I still want to date her and I still want to be in a relationship with her. And they'll, you know, venture out to have this relationship with an OnlyFans girl. And I think it will slowly wear away at you and it will slowly become something that you can no longer ignore especially if the only fans girl is continuing her career if we can call it that whilst dating you i just don't know how long it's going to last i don't think it's setting you up for success in the long term but if you are a guy who just wants like a trophy girlfriend who looks really hot and maybe has a, like a pretty good personality then that's fine i just don't see a man lasting that long in that situation without it wearing on his ego and his masculinity. So, and that's the thing, because like a lot of these, a lot of these uh, arguments that they get into with OnlyFans girls, they go, oh, you're never going to find a man. You're never going to have a boyfriend. And then the OnlyFans girl goes, oh, well, I have a boyfriend. I do have a man. So it is possible. Like there are men and specifically men that have already had their brains tainted by pornography that are totally okay with dating an OnlyFans girl. I just wonder how long that relationship lasts. Okay, let's keep watching. Women that make those exchanges in their youth, I think that's sad, and I do feel bad for me to Agdahl, is because she said a lot of those statements when she was really young, she's probably your age, <laughs> um, and she, she had a camera and she said it and it lives forever, right. and now every man that she dates is going to say, Dylan Danis has made her available to everyone, and it's, it's I, I hope things work out between her and Logan, but if you don't think that that's going to impact Logan or that's not actively impacting him as a man, it is. Um, so with women, it's a trade-off. First thing you said was, I make money. This is about money. It's about money. But when it comes down to marrying these women, men, men just don't oh, want and it. And that's exactly why I said that in this industry, I'm single until mm -hmm. I retire. But I don't. Will, but it I, will still matter. I don't plan on doing this or getting married or finding the love of my life until I retire, yeah. like truthfully. And, and then I, and after I hope that, that you see what happens to Agdahl. No, 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 and then after that, I will be honest and truthful with the person that I will be getting married to or whatever, mm -hmm. and it'll be up to him to accept that, right? So, and, I, and, and that I'm would just be saying that men's decision. natural proclivity is to not accept that because it brings them shame. Um, Men are biologically okay. proud creatures. I understand, and but not everybody wait, on, can be like. No, I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm just telling you what is happening and why people are just talking about cultural events and the Agdahl thing and 
if you look at people like Emily Rodzikowski, she's obviously hot. <laughs> um, but this is a woman who's now trying to make divorce chic. And I think that the understanding is in Hollywood is, you know, sleep with her and move on. She's not marriage material. Um, her husband, when he had her, cheated on her because they didn't have that thing. She was, I feel like I've, I've slept with the girl. I've seen her naked so many times, right? So there's nothing special about Sebastian Bear marrying her because we've all seen her naked. There's nothing sacred in that relationship. And uh, I'm just speaking on telling you, you know, this is why women struggle to get married when they've made themselves available on OnlyFans because other men don't want to share. They don't want to share their wife. Yeah, girl, uh, the, the logic is not sound from the OnlyFans girl. Uh, I think we can just get that out of the way right now. You can stop OnlyFans like once you've found the man that you want to be with or once you've decided, hey, I want to settle down. It doesn't erase what you've been doing for the past few years and what now lives on the Internet and, you know, what thousands of men have gotten access to, especially she's claiming she's doing this for money, which means that her stats on OnlyFans are probably much higher than the average individual, which means thousands of men have your pictures, and have seen you. Now, this is not to say she will never find a man and never find a man who's going to want to marry her. The question then becomes, what kind of man wants to marry a woman who has done this historically and who has a past like this? Where do his values lie? What is he marrying you for? I, I think it's very hard to kind of divorce men from their sexuality, whether you like it or not. It's a very important part of relationships for men. And a man who's going to uh, marry an OnlyFans girl, I think it's got to be a very specific kind of man. And it's probably bound with a lot of other baggage that you may or may not know about him. So I'm curious to see how it works out for her. Again, it doesn't mean her chances are, are, you know, done with, that she's not going to find a guy. Just wondering what type of guy that is, you know? Who is exactly going to do that? But I digress. Say maybe we'll share their girlfriend. They might think it's fun to date a stripper for a little bit. They might think, oh, this means I'm going to have sex 12 times a day. But then when it gets down to just their biological instinct, it's, it's actually quite embarrassing for them as a man because they can look up your girl and here she is, you know? So that's what I think is happening. Yeah, I'm um I'm just curious about your opinion on this because I've seen like a couple of people in like red pill spaces, like Pates or people similar to that, talking about how they should marry a young woman. Would you agree or disagree that that might not be the most like rational course of action? To, to marry a young woman? What do you mean by yes. that? That I hear a lot of men talk about how a woman inherently loses value as she gets older, and that's why that they should seek out young women. Mm. Um, well, I live in the South, and a lot of people get married young, and I think it's really beautiful and wonderful. They're, they preserve this sort of innocence. I have people that work for me that want to get married at 22. They drop out of school. So I don't think there's anything wrong with marrying when you're young. Um, I'd have to see the full context of what they're talking about because I do think, obviously, the longer you wait, and especially in this society that's creating this simulation that sexuality equates to freedom when it doesn't, um, that what he might be suggesting is that the longer a woman runs free, the more partners that she's gathering and her, her worth is being diminished. And I think that there is some veracity to that. Um, but, you know, if it's said in a way that sounds a little crass, like seek out younger women because they're not as used, and I can see why people would be offended by it, but they're, that might be underpinned by a little bit of logic. So I'd have to see the, the clip in its entirety. Yeah, the reason why I'm asking is because in general, I think um, men do have a biological proclivity. I can't pronounce that word. Proclivity. <laughs> Um, you know, to seek out like youth and beauty, but I also think when it comes to like settle down, 
um, you want a mother who's going to be responsible and good towards her children. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea that like men seek out beauty is true, but mm -hmm. I also think men seek out a level of like responsibility and maturity that only comes with age. Can so I was just curious because of it's not true. I, I, at least not in my experience from what I see. Like, I, I get what she's saying, right? And I'll tell you immediately, I do take issue with these, like, you know, 30-something red pill guys who are like, I love an 18-year-old. I love a 19-year-old. Like, they're so moldable. They listen to everything you say or whatever. That's clearly a very different viewpoint on relationships uh, where it becomes a unbalanced power dynamic. But the ones who are saying, you know, I don't want a girl who's like been around the block and, you know, you know, youthful women have far less like hardcore barriers. They're a little less set in their ways, not from a perspective of manipulation, but just from a perspective of growth. I can completely understand that. And I think that's what Candace was speaking to. So that is totally valid. And I understand that in men. Now, she says like there's a, a sort of respect and, you know, wisdom that only comes with age as far as like being a good mother and taking care of children. And that's not necessarily true. If you like think about it, women are biologically driven to like nurture and care. Now, does wisdom come with age? A hundred percent. I agree with that. I believe in that. But I don't think the average guy is like, hmm, I should wait 10 more years for her to get some wisdom and for her to see the world a little bit more before I, you know, get engaged to her or before we we have children. And you can gauge whether or not that's right or wrong. But I think if you have a caring, youthful, intelligent young woman who, you know, is is willing to like listen and take on a feminine role, men are gonna flock to that before they go to the the 32 year old who is career accomplished and is hard set in her ways, but has wisdom. You know, uh, I, I don't think that's what, what men are looking for. And if you gave them those two options, I by and large think they're going to go for the younger woman. That's just my beliefs. We did get another $50 super chat. So we got to read that immediately. It says, from moderate thoughts, I dated an OF model. She shotgunned me some smoke claiming it was weed. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it was laced with fentanyl. That's fun. Sounds like you had a good night that night. I was high for 24 hours. It took four days to recover my cognitive abilities. That was scary as hell. I survived poisoning by an OF model. Yay. Well, at least you have a story for parties now. <laughs> and you know. live to tell it, thankfully. Yeah. Like, I think it's shotgunning like when they inhale it and then blow it into your mouth or something. Maybe, uh, maybe. you guys can uh, fact, let us know fact check that in the chat down below. You can't <laughs> speak from experience on that one. I know. I have no idea what that is. Um, but yeah, that, no, that sounds horrible. You have to wonder too, like if you're into OnlyFans and you're a consistent creator on that platform, like what else are you getting into in life? I don't think that these spaces are like particularly wholesome. I think they're like partying, they're drinking, they're doing drugs, they're doing a ton of other things uh, that coincide with OF modeling. So it's just a recipe for disaster in right. my and humble especially opinion. if you're saying that like, 10 years of me living my good years in my 20s being on OnlyFans and hooking up with guys and partying and stuff. Like, I don't understand how that would qualify you to be more, you know, be ready for a relationship. Like, I think a guy would still prefer, uh, especially if they're saying like that would help them be qualified for motherhood or to be raising kids. So for a man who wants that, wants someone older, like 
I think a men would still prefer someone who's younger, uh, who doesn't have all that baggage and, and, and your 10 years that you've gained of doing those activities isn't really uh, elevating you above someone who hasn't been through all that and just happens to be younger. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just not a, it's just not a good argument. It, it simply isn't. We're going to put another poll in the chat if to see if you guys want us to move on. Should we continue with Candice talking OnlyFans on whatever podcast or should we move on to the button you guys vote down below in the meantime we're gonna keep Should watching I put the maddie versus uh yeah body yeah throw on that too? on there too yeah okay. let's do that or you guys can vote the the uh natural versus uh steroid body builders we got another 50 dollars super chat i think oh no it disappeared i think she forgot to put her message so we'll we'll get back to that let's continue watching the other stuff i've heard from and, people and also it's like they sex is just sex like <laughs> It's just sex. Huh? And <laughs> just when you, you have you a partner, you, you have an emotional connection with them. And so like the guy on your last podcast, the he was on here a few days ago, he was saying how like men for men, sex is just sex. But like spending time with a woman and like buying her things and like going on trips with her is like different than having sex with just random people. And that's why they were like in an open uh, relationship or whatever. Can I just mm -hmm. have you scoot your mic that way, way a little bit? Yeah, perfect. What's she saying? I, mean, I definitely <clears throat> wouldn't say that like swapping DNA is like just sex. I mean, a man leaves a piece of himself inside of you. But man, that's the way they think. And like for women, we get attached to them emotionally right. having sex with them. Which but is they why get it's, attached it's more of a when women have a lot of partners it's it is different it's it's it is worse in a way and people don't want to admit that but because we are more emotional there is an attachment it isn't just sex for women um you know i think women are damaged by those relationships um women like to think because of the social simulation that oh, it can just be sex it's whatever mm -hmm non-committal the only people that benefit from that lie are men <laughs> you know it it is not great to have sex and have a man not call you back it doesn't feel good it doesn't matter if a buzzfeed article says it does i had a wonderful weekend and this is yeah. why i had sex and didn't worry about it you feel used and especially i would say if you're not a sex worker and you're you just a man does that and never calls you back and you don't even have money to show for and, it and i think it reason... diminishes your, your self-worth even more than your worth to a man the reason why I say sex is sex is because in our line of work, we see it as transactional, mm -hmm. right? Especially when we're working. And then at the end of the day, they go home to their wives or whatever, right? And it's like emotionally, you're emotionally being there for them and taking care of them and doing all this, that, or the other. So then sex clearly isn't just sex. It's also emotional. It can be, yes. It can be, yes. But I was saying, according to the guy that he had on the last podcast, he said that for men, um, sex is just sex. Well, and that- I, I can't tell what argument she's trying to make here. But we're gonna keep watching. I kind of, sorry. I, I disagree with the idea that sex doesn't harm, or casual sex wouldn't harm a man or does harm women, or that sex is just sex. I think a lot of people tell themselves that, but I think it can like lead to a lifestyle of just like, pure hedonism whether you're like a man or a woman mm -hmm. and that can be like dangerous because then you're losing you know sight of other things that you value or other aspects of life so i don't really think like for i think for some people that can be true but i think for the majority of people like there's a reason why a lot of people are only into monogamy or why that's been like the norm for a lot of cultures and i think most people are a little bit hardwired to kind of seek out those intimate relationships and I'm well yeah i want to check in with the orange girl in like five years 
and see where she's at in life. And there's a, a ton of different things. Okay, like where are you at with how many like sexual partners you've had? Where are you at with your relationship with your body? Because if you view sex and you know your OnlyFans content as purely transactional, I think over time that starts to devalue the relationship that you have with your body and your body becomes, you know, sort of untethered to who you are as a person and to your mind. It becomes a commodity. I think it's going to come with an assortment of body image issues that she's going to have to reconcile, you know, in, in the future. Where are you at with trust of, of other men? If you're, uh, you know, if the majority of your relationships with men are coming from this transactional viewpoint of they come to you, you engage in an act, it goes on your OnlyFans, or you know, you're a prostitute and they pay you, I imagine your vision of men is going to be just absolutely horrifying. So what happens when a good man does come, you know, possibly and wants to marry you and be in a relationship? Are you gonna trust that man? Are you gonna be in a good like state of mind to even be able to support a relationship like that? What happens when you have kids and your kids go to school and the school finds out that their mom is an OnlyFans creator because that digital footprint is on the internet forever? I could just continue to list things that, you know, in the future are going to pop up and hopefully she has the mental capacity to deal with them. And, you know, like, my goodness, her whole view on what she's doing right now could change. I think uh, in, in looking into this episode, the girl in orange... I think she's 22 years old. This girl is younger than me doing, you know, OnlyFans and porn and prostitution, essentially. So the amount that your viewpoint is going to change by just the, even a year from now, let alone like when your, your prefrontal cortex is fully developed, I fear for... I hope she. I hope she's doing all right. We're about to finish up this video, so whichever one has the most votes, Cody Ko or the Natty Bodybuilders, uh, is what we will move on to next. <laughs> Looks like Cody Ko's in the lead right now with thirty-one okay. percent uh, versus Natty's uh, versus steroids is twenty-one percent. So. Okay, let's close out this video. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm like, I'm just saying I think that's how most people are, where casual sex can be. Yeah, harmful. and I think it can definitely be harmful for men. I want to be clear. I, I'm saying that. It's different for men and it's different for women, but I don't agree with the statement sex is sex. It's just sex mm -hmm. at all. And it's natural to be like attracted to a lot of different people. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like, but that comes with self-control. I think well, attraction yeah. is one thing and acting on those needs or wants by sleeping with multiple people to, I, I just, I don't understand that. Did you want to come in? <laughs> I, on, on I this. guess I don't. What do you mean? Like, well, I don't not, understand. Not, not why in would response you... to her, but okay. just the in general. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the idea that sex is just sex. When I was younger, I definitely had a lot more, you know, like casual sexual relationships, not one night stands or anything by that measure, more like situationship. Um, and as I got older, you know, my views on it kind of changed. And, you know, you do feel differently when, like you were saying, it doesn't feel good to hook up with somebody and not have them call you back. So I actually was celibate for about two years before I met my partner, um, doing OnlyFans and everything else. Your I current partner? Yes. Okay. Um, I wasn't sleeping with anybody. I, like, stuck to it very hard because I just didn't really like the feeling of sleeping with somebody and then getting an emotional attachment to them. Mm. So I... I think that certain people, because everybody is different, I don't think that it's that black and white, um, but I think to some people and to some women and to some men, casual sex really is just sex, whether they're leaving DNA or not. I think that there are people that do actually feel that way because I've met women that are like that. I mean, sure. I mean, you can always find outliers in any given group of, of people. 
how large is that group of outliers is the real question. And I would argue that the vast, I mean, vast, vast, vast majority of women are not doing, you know, casual, I in no way, shape or form care sex with other men. But for me, it is not that simple. And I don't think that it's that simple for most women. What are yeah, your see, that's the issue. I do think it's that simple for most women. <laughs> and like the outliers that she points to in no way, you know, justify everything that is that is going on right now. But I digress. That was Candace Owens on Talking OnlyFans on the Whatever Pod. We have a $50 super chat from Hannah Stone. It says, love to get your input. There was a biological male trans kid in a middle school who attacked three female students. Both incidents were recorded. Hazelbrook Middle School in a Latin school district. The middle school was closed today. Yeah, I did see that incident. I did watch the video. We almost made a video on it, but I personally felt uncomfortable showcasing what happened to the young woman at the middle school. I will recap it for those of you who did not see the video. There was a trans identifying male, aka biological male, who attacked a presumably teenage girl in a middle school hallway. This was filmed on video. And then another video came out of him attacking two other girls. So... I mean, obviously, this is horrible. Uh, you should never have, you know, violence of any kind, let alone a boy hitting a girl in in this case. And I believe the school came forward after a very big uproar about the video and said that they've launched a full scale investigation into this kid. And hopefully they're going to do something to fix this situation and get the kid out of the school deserves to be you know expelled and placed in in like some other form of of schooling because at that point you are a harm to other students and other students deserve to have peace when they are going to school to get educated those videos were absolutely horrifying and i hope that there were measures taken for justice in this case before the video went viral. I just don't know the details on that. And I believe the school district is keeping things on the DL one, because they're getting heat and two, because these are minors involved. So keep that in mind. Um, especially when sharing that video. Uh, and the, the real reason that I didn't share that video, obviously, you know, I disagree with showing kids on, on this show, but also this is like one of the worst days of this girl's life. And because people are really, you know, fired up and outraged about the trans issue, they're like sharing this video everywhere. So now the whole world has seen this girl go through something that is extremely embarrassing. So we have to think about kind of collateral damage when we are sharing and talking about these videos. If you're gonna talk about it, like try to find a blurred version or something like to where this girl's face is not everywhere. Uh, because I imagine she's having a, a very hard time now, and yes, because of what happened in that video, but also because the video is literally everywhere. Now, on a lighter note, <laughs> we're gonna move on to Cody Ko and the button. For those of you who don't know, Cody Ko is a really big YouTuber. I do follow Cody Ko, and that's why I'm pretty well acquainted with the button now. I honestly will see episodes of the button, the speed dating show come out, and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna wait for Cody Ko's reaction to <laughs> this video. But now Cody Ko gets to be the button, and hopefully they'll explain the rules here, but you sit down with somebody, you go on a speed date. If you reject them, you hit the button when it turns red, and they get out of there, and a new person shows up so let's watch Austin says that but it's a red flag girls that change their, their hairstyle too often okay. through my experience if they're coloring their hair very often it's not really oh you were too slow oh! welcome to the button 
speed okay. dating show. When the button lights up red, either player may press it and swap out their date for a new person. Get out of here. If two people can last on a date for 10 minutes, they win an all expenses paid second date. In this episode, okay. we have a special guest who's gonna be voicing me. I'm Button fan, critic, aficionado, Cody Co. here to voice it for the first time. This is the button. Okay, let's watch. Oh, I think the voice is still deep. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> They're pulling the first people. I'll let you guys know who I would buzz first like, out of nervous. the two people. I'm Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good. This is Satan. Welcome to hell. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm playing. This is the button. Welcome. Please flirt now. Emil. Emil. Jalian. Jalian. Pleasure. Okay, go ahead. What, how old are you? 26. How old are you? How old do I look? You look 25. Ooh, you about to say... He was about to say 30-something. You say 25 or 35? Well, I said 25. <laughs> you know, Emil had, uh, had a court date recently. What was that for? You're a troublemaker! Why is he not? Uh, you don't have to talk right. about it if you don't want to. No, um, probably like a parking ticket. Yeah. Probably? Sus. <laughs> Super <laughs> sus. Probably a parking ticket? Buzzed. As soon as it turns red. Yeah, sorry, he's out. Also, I like this girl's personality, so she can stay. Yeah. That doesn't sound convincing. <laughs> uh, did you, have you, you, ever, you ever been to court? <laughs> <laughs> you like the gym? Buzzed him. It was nice to meet you. It's okay. Bye. <laughs> Did you think they had any chemistry? No. 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 Right? How are you? Bonko, nice to meet you. What's your name? Bonko. 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 I recognize yes. this guy. Wow, I see you work out. Yeah. yeah. How, how? Okay, no. Buzz hitting him. And not because he works out or anything like that, just because he looks like he's on roids, which I'm not attracted to in the slightest uh, bit at all. It's unhealthy. I'm like, you're going to be gone at like 45. So. It's not gonna be a long. I don't know he's on roids though. I just said he looks we, like. We need it. to watch the other video to see if uh, <laughs> you can distinguish between people on roids or not. Yeah, maybe we do. <laughs> I'm just saying he looks like he does. Maybe he doesn't. I'm just saying he looks like he does. And to me, that's it's a no for me. It's discrimination, well, Amala. It may. Uh, Void it, lives matter. Uh, I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> wow. Woo. Woo, buddy. What do you do? I work as an admin. An admin? Yeah. What do you do? I'm a personal trainer. That is not natural. Do you work out? It's not natural. I do, but you can help me work out a little bit more. I, um, boy, you better. Uh. I would, I would. Get you <laughs> in shape. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's I need, you. But it's okay, yeah. yeah. So what do you like to do besides workouts? Is that all you like to do? No, I like to go to the movies. I like to get a drink sometimes. Do you guys like smoke? Listen to, okay. I really want, maybe I do want to move. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I do need to do this bodybuilder video because I feel like that man is on steroids. You guys should vote in the chat down below. Is Bonko on steroids or is he not? Because the dude looks like a beef cow and that is not normal. Like, I think social media has skewed like what looks normal for an average like fit guy who goes to the gym often or even qualifies as a bodybuilder and to me like the body fat percentage on that man does not make sense for him being natural that's all i'm gonna say smoking weed or what yeah after workout i can hit a joint that's what you do after yeah. you work out yeah 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 oh, relax oh, the muscles yeah. okay jai what do you think about bald dudes yeah bald his bald hair he got no hair boy how no, come I you're should, bald? I, I should... <laughs> <laughs> How come you're bald? <laughs> I like my personality. Culture, like that in Bulgaria. All right. Usually guys shave their heads, yeah. He got a lot of muscles though. Ooh, you look like you can crush something. 
Yeah. Oh. She got first. And why did you uh, reject him? He muscular, and he looked at me like he said, "Oh, she chunky monkey." It's <laughs> <laughs> okay though. Jai, what are your red flags? I don't really want guys that smoke, drink, who are foolish to themselves. What are you thinking so far? Kay. How is this? It's good. It's it's hard. It's really. It takes a while to get used to like the coordination, paying attention to what they're saying, and also trying to figure out like how to how to butt in. You know. Hello. Who's What's next? your name? EJ. How are you? EJ. So what's up with your tattoos? Uh, what do you want to know? I see you got multiple. I do. You got kids? I got two kids. Uh, what do you think about kids, Jack? I love kids. I used to work at YMCA. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. Is yeah. that your real eyes? Uh, maybe. You lying? Is it really? If somebody was on like a dating show and they were like, I have two kids, I'm sorry. Bang. <laughs> I have to hit it. Like, go back to your baby mama. What do you mean? Go rec go fix your relationship. Like, go do whatever it takes to get back with that woman and to raise your kids. Unless she's, like, absolutely insane or, like, abusive or something like that. Like, you you have your hero's journey, and your hero's journey is not sitting on a YouTube dating show right now talking to me. It's over there fixing your relationship and having a two-parent household for your kids, buddy. <laughs> It's kind of a savage take. Is you're it? saying like because they're on a on a YouTube show, not just people who have had children shouldn't now be dating or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, you, of course you can go out and, and date. You know, there's this uh, uh, like radio therapist. Her name is Dr. Laura. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but shout out to Dr. Laura. And these mothers will call in and they're like, I'm a single mom of like three kids and I want to find a new man. And she's like, no. You're not finding a new man. She's like, you, you, until your kids are 18, they're your priority. You are not bringing a new man into their life. And, you know, you're, you're not going to create unbalanced, imbalance within, like, their, their upbringing. You tried it with the first man. It didn't work out. You wait and you, like, let them have their time. Let them grow. Be what you need to be as a mother. And then you can go and find your man. And, you know, maybe it's an extreme point of view. And maybe it's not the right point of view to have, or it's a little bit too much. But whenever I hear that, I'm like, you know what? I agree. If you decided to bring kids into the world, which means now they are your priority, they are your priority. And if the relationship that you had that, you know, you used to bring those kids into the world didn't work out, you either have to find a way to fix that relationship if it is fixable and you're not in some sort of abusive situation, or you just wait it out. And I get that there are instances of like bringing in a really nice guy who like loves to be, you know, a stepfather to your kids and is completely wholesome and all this stuff. But, you know, like what what are the odds on that? What are the odds that that is what happens? And what are the odds that like it just becomes a never ending door of like bringing in new boyfriends for your kids to meet and stuff like that? I think you have to take it very seriously if you are a single mother who is out there looking to date and especially if you are looking to introduce somebody to your kids. So that might, might be a hot take. I don't know if that's a hot take. But I'm seeing some chat in the chat. They're saying it's a little bit of a hot take, but a lot of some people agreeing with you. I think yeah. it's like case by case basis. I don't think it should be like a, a hard and fast rule that if you have failed in one relationship or you know your man left you and it, it's you should not pursue another man. Uh, I think you should keep that door open. And you know, yeah. like, we know that kids do better statistically with a, with a father in the home. Now, can you if you're a single parent like is if your prior relationship failed because of shortcomings on your part or like a, a bad uh, view of relationships or whatever, uh, then is it probable that like 
that your next relationship could mess up. Maybe, you know, that's why I think it's case by case. Like if, it, if the right guy comes in and you've grown and matured and this is like a it's a, it's a healthy thing and it could be healthy for everyone, then I think that, yeah, that that shouldn't be. I don't think there should be any kind of rule prohibiting that or that it shouldn't be like Agreed. a norm. But I do think that there should be a lot of caution there uh, when it comes to introducing a man to your kids, for sure. Super, super caution. Like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Like a lot, a lot of caution. Again, I think it's possible. Like I have, uh, you know, a, a stepmother and, you know, she's a perfectly nice individual. But I think like the amount of caution one should take once they've already had kids of like introducing somebody new to your kids is should be like your top priority. Well, let's keep watching. I don't know, is it? Contact, I guarantee you. We got another $50 super chat. Okay. Quick. This is another one from Moderate, Moderate Thoughts. Thoughts. Moderate Thoughts. Uh, sorry, I'm, we're getting our cameras here. Uh, Jordan Peterson claims that a healthy romantic partner is someone who opposes you. Think of what Apollo Creed did for Rocky. The best moments of your life come from people opposing and challenging you. Any structure is supports opposing one another. Yeah, I think if as, as long as it's healthy opposition, yeah, and they're like pushing you towards being a better person and doing better things with your life, I think that is a great thing to have in a partner. I don't think you want to have somebody who doesn't challenge you. I, like that for me would not be uh, a fun existence to just have somebody who's constantly going with everything that you say and just never has a little bit of opposition now you don't want like opposition on things that are like fundamental you know and that are is going to create strife in your relationship but certainly like in a a nice pushing force is always good in a relationship okay. yeah there's a problem you see like uh, iron sharpens iron so so one man sharpens another i think there's something to that but to your point you don't want someone who's, who's just straight up combative and straight up just causing discord and dissension because they're very high in, in disagreeableness or whatever, uh, that can be a source of frustration. So you, you want like an overarching commitment to the relationship and to working things out, but some healthy friction now and then is a source of growth. And you don't, like you said, you don't want someone who's a doormat on one side and is just completely deferring to the other person. Uh, so, so there's no friction and that, and it's all just one person dominating the relationship and that's not healthy. Yeah. Matching, maybe? Maybe ask them if they're attracted to each other. Okay. Are you guys attracted to one another? Uh, I can say he's not, but no, yeah, it's okay. Not I said, you look you, like a homie. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's about that life. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, Ooh, got her first. Damn. EJ, nice I to meet you. you. Already. <laughs> was that true? Were you not attracted to her? Uh, was not. I appreciate the honesty. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm EJ, by the way. Oh, I'm Shen. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What do you do for a living? Well, I'm a, I'm a painter. Oh, word, yeah, word, yeah. Word. okay. Yeah, yeah. What are you guys' types? Uh, <laughs> someone who's uh, self-aware and taller than me. Uh -huh. EJ, how tall are you? I'm 5'8". Okay. Yeah. How tall is that? I'm 5'6", so. They are not each other's type. Okay, a little bit taller than you. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Do you want them to like get close and peer into each other's eyes? <laughs> I can't. But what's your type? Uh, family oriented, has to be good with kids. Do you want kids? I have two kids. Okay. Yeah, how about you? Uh, no, I don't have no. any kids. No? Is, that, is that a red flag that he has kids? <laughs> a red flag? Uh, I don't want kids, so. Okay. Um, yeah. Sounds like a match made in heaven then. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 Show a picture of your children and she has to press the button. 
Baldock ad. EJ, do you think there's any convincing her? That dating a person with kids is actually a good thing? Mm -mm. It actually really is, to be honest. I, I, I mean, I feel like, for me, is a hard, like, lie. <laughs> Yeah, okay, go around then. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> it was so nice meeting you. Yeah. yeah. Next. Next. Who's putting so you them like together? Producers are not doing a great job, in my opinion. Well, they want the drama, so they have to get. They have to do all the the mismatches first, I guess, just to get get the ball rolling and get people interested. Yeah, it's just cringe. Yeah. Okay, what's good? If the match is right, you know. Are you looking for a stepmom for? You or for your kids? Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Like your hair. Thank you. How long you guys been single for? Oh. Ladies first. Two years. Okay. Yeah. How about you? May. Since May. That's like four months. Yeah, pretty much four months. What happened? Uh, I was getting cheated on. Oh. Yeah. How long were y'all together? Yikes. Ten months. Yeah, go red. I kind of set myself up there. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Is it because he got, got cheated on? on? Dude, that is so rough. I got cheated on and then it goes beep. <laughs> savage. That is really, really savage. Poor guy can't catch a break. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she's wasn't laughing. A no. Oh no. Why'd you reject him? Uh, it was not my type. What is your type? What are you looking for? <sighs> that's the question, isn't it? Girl. Yes. Yep. That's why I asked it. <laughs> Someone tall? Short guys are cool too, though. <laughs> yeah, they're totally cool for someone who's into that. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Oh, I remember this guy from Other Buttons. I don't think I like this guy. But we're gonna see. <laughs> Which one? Uh, my name is Austin. Austin. Oh gosh, he's a terror. I remember. Austin. Austin. <laughs> 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 Anya, how often do you change your hairstyle? Uh, every day. Every day. Oh. What does that mean? Austin, are you into that? I mean, is that color in it? Are you just doing different? No, like, I have a bunch of wigs. Flows. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Diversatile. Yeah. Diversatile. What do you know about Austin? He said it's a red flag. Two frequent haircuts slash style changes. Usually <laughs> indicates that she's a wackadoodle. <laughs> yeah. Austin says that it's a red flag. Did you really say? But that? this is a wit. That's different. Like, it's a little different if you're coloring your hair like every month. Don't backtrack, this is a bro. Wig. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I promised you under the bus. What does that say about people if they're coloring their hair every month? Usually means they're going through some shit. <laughs> through my experience. Does that? It usually means they're going through some shit? Hmm. Do I agree with that? Maybe I do. I don't know. Do you agree with that, Taylor? I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, if the thing that you could be going through is an ideological transformation in the wrong direction, as we've seen so many of those side-by-side -side pictures of, like, before and after becoming woke or whatever, and these girls who are, like, beautiful young girls and then all of a sudden they've got their head shaved and they look all crazy looking and have weird colors going on so right. i don't know that's that's what i associated with there is a little bit of instability in that i but think 
I mean, I will say there's normal people always get mad in the chat. There are like cool, normal girls who put colors in their hair. And it's kind of like a fun thing that they're doing. So I'm not saying it's like the blanket. We should judge all women who have blue hair or whatever. But. Right. I feel like I change my hair a lot. Like I always like go from braids to this, to that, to this, that, and the other. Am I unstable? Guys, let me know in the chat. <laughs> Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Throw color in their hair very often. Okay. It's He's specifically really. coloring. Oh, oh, oh you were too slow. Oh, Gosh, imagine you like reject somebody and then you uh, and you have to sit there and you have to just wait and continue talking to them until the button goes again. Ah, uh, devastating. Are you not embarrassed? Why did you press it? I'm gonna submit you for this, Amala. You're, You're gonna submit me it. for the button. I will yeah, not show button. up. I will not show up. <laughs> so it's gonna happen. You're just not physically attractive. Oh, oh, you got me, you got me. Dude, if you're sitting across from somebody on a speed date and they're like, hey, why don't you want to date me? Just lie, like don't say it's because you're ugly or like because you're not physically attractive. That's kind of crazy. Just be like, I just feel like there wasn't a vibe or like there wasn't a spark, we didn't hit it off. You don't have to be like, I, you are not physically attractive. Dang. Remember that video we reacted to of the, uh, the young guy who was asked by the plus size girl would you date plus size women and he strove over like the course of three or minutes or something to be like say anything but i'm rejecting you because right. i don't like you because you're overweight right. and, but he was polite and that was to his credit so yeah to yeah. your point you can kind of tap dance around the issue a little bit this guy not so polite my goodness okay but he's staying in the game Sorry. oh it's okay what are, you, what are you looking for uh not that oh my god Ugh, just get him off the show just because he's him. Just uh, go above the rules to get him off. Damn. Holy Horrible. shit. He's ruthless. You're pretty brutally honest, huh? That wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. How you doing? Imagine what he's like in a relationship. My goodness. Great. Yeah, this is a little early, isn't it? It's a little fucking early. Oh. I'm like, I cannot look hungover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I got Drake tonight, so. Are you going to Drake? So am I. I might. What's your guys' favorite Drake song? No oh. kidding. Jumbotron. Wow, this is an aggressive. What's your favorite? <laughs> it's an aggressive laugh. <laughs> yeah, really. I would be like, boy, if you don't <laughs> get my hands, if somebody can shake. Soft hands. I, I'm more Oh, good for you. Is there some sparks flying right now? I'm just, honestly, I'm just vibing with you. I, I think you're just fun. That's it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're fun too. You got seats too? Or are you like in the pit? I have backstage passes. So you're, suck <laughs> so you're sucking dick? Oh my God. No, absolutely not. Oh. What? what did he just say? Are, so you're sucking dick? That's why I probably won't get invited to the next concert because I won't suck dick. <laughs> I just got gaslighted. Wait, why? Why did you reject her? She's it's definitely not the definition of gaslighting, but. Because I'm going back to I don't know what that mouth is. Doing. <laughs> it's like he everybody hates this guy. I don't like him. Yeah, everybody dislikes this guy. Ugh, gosh. Up by her for having backstage passes, so he had. A I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough, dude. Hello. Austin. Oh, Ouch! <laughs> Sorry, I, I like bumped it. I didn't hear your the name. Fuck out of the bus. Ow! Ow! Stop touching! Oh my god! Okay, okay. <laughs> 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 Can I ask you a hypothetical? 
Hypothetical. Go ahead. Okay. I always say that when I get engaged, I want my fiance, I want to peg him the night we get engaged. Okay. We're just going to skip this. <laughs> That He's like, yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. You guys should get engaged right now. I got no ring on me. Nah, it, it, it's like, cool. nope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ooh, she's like, I don't, I don't feel it like that. I feel like we're both so like bitchy and crass. Sure. That it like, it's almost too much. This doesn't work. Hey, out. you missed out. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, Slay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry he hit you. That's okay. Still recovering. Ow! Ow! Oh. Ow in a good way or in a bad way? Maybe both. Okay, this okay. Do you want freak. some room? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can you moan again? Oh you my gosh. No, 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 no. Okay, new no. guy. Oh, you will? Give her a moan. <sighs> Coming out hot. Cody, uh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know this man? Oh yeah, it's, he's a legend. You interviewed, interviewed him, him, actually. I remember this Here, guy from the person? button. So far, he's a good sport. Uh, I like cats. I want a cat specifically. Cats are better than dogs. I like it, yeah. Dogs, yeah, yeah, I like dogs. it. I had one crawl on me and it made me feel, uh, it, I was scared and then it made it go away when I was, when it, when was, it crawled in. Were you like, me. crack the fuck out? Because like, that's the end. You're giving me like crackhead energy, which is not bad. One of my cats What do I do about energy. how do I fix it? <laughs> You're giving what do me I do about how to fix it? What, why am I cracked out? What do I do to fix it? I'm frightened. It's not cracked. Why are you frightened? Uh, are, you are, you not fr are you not frightened? I'm like disassociated. They have very similar energy. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they are have very, very similar energy to one another. I think this is, this is a hit right here. They are both like very awkward, but like stream of consciousness, just giving their, their thoughts. Uh, yeah, they look, they, this might. Guys, is there? It's the end of the video too. This might be the match. Here? What do you feel? How are you feeling right now? I feel like there's something. I don't know what it is. is it's it, definitely is it anxiety. No, it's crackhead energy. Is what it is. Yeah, they both have crackhead energy. I don't know. Like that's real. Recognize real there because that girl sounds like a crackhead. I mean, I feel like I'm having more fun with you than I've had with anyone else. For oh, sure. cool. What are you feeling right now? Um, I think you're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and um, I like the way that you talk. How do I talk? Elaborate. Uh, it makes me re more relaxed. I you know what? I get exactly what she means. Do y'all know what crackhead energy is? Because it doesn't mean you have to do crack to have crackhead energy. I think there is like... <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. Okay, so I once had this neighbor in an apartment that I was living in, right? And he lived below and he lived with his girlfriend. And every time that you would talk to this guy, he just like came at you full force. You could tell that like the social barriers of anxiety and like internal thought and just judging oneself were completely gone with this guy. He would just stream of consciousness, tell you what he was thinking or feeling at any given moment. And that's the energy that both of these people have. Now, the guy who lived below me in my apartment happened to be a former crack addict <laughs> and I think there is sort of like a mental barrier that doing a lot of drugs sort of breaks down in your mind to where you access a level of just like no longer feeling that deeper set like anxiety towards yourself and towards your thoughts and you just stream of consciousness to share share stuff about you and some people naturally have that within themselves like maybe these two and some people access that through doing crack <laughs> 
or they are just crackheads. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's there is something to that. I think where it, it just breaks your filter for sure. Yeah, the same thing for like people that I've met who have done like a lot of shrooms in their life. They are very similar of like just sharing anything. They're very in touch with how they feel. Like when that guy said. I like cats, you know, a cat crawled on me once and I was very scared of it, but then it made my scared, like my scaredness dissipate. It went away. He's just like sharing. Yeah, head energy is different from crackhead energy. <laughs> yes, right? it is. Shroom heads are more like, wow, experience. This yes. is cool. This thing happened once. Yeah. Like the crackheads like, ah, it's a, the, the shroom people are like a more <laughs> softed, grounded form of sharing. The crackheads are like, their eyes are constantly like in a state of looking a lot larger than you feel like they should be. Uh, and yeah, that's what I feel the crackhead energy. I actually get that. And I think it's well articulated on the part of that girl. <laughs> then something is happening here. Maybe what's happening? Tell happening. me what's happening. I, I need Adderall, man. What'd I you have, say? I have some in my backpack. Oh my God. I'm prescribed. I just like I'm prescribed, but we got the national shortage going on right now. For Are you guys doing a drug deal right now? <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean, I'm I would give it to her for free. I'm prescribed, so it's not even like. Oh yeah, me too. Why are we talking about that? What are, what are, what do you what do you like crea creatively? What is your? Uh, uh, oh, oh no! Same name as my brother. What? That there's no. And that's fucking with my head. He's a Wajian man named Jesse, which is the exact same thing as my brother is. Even though we're vibing, oh, sure. I could never, you know what I mean? But like, Magic. she said that what? He has the same name as her brother and that's why she can't be with him? Yeah, and he's Wajian, like white Asian, I guess. Girl, if you don't but... get over it, because this is literally <laughs> your husband, what are you talking about? <laughs> if you don't pony up i i'm regardless of how you feel about the subject matter of what they're talking about these two people are very very similar this is a match if you had a different we got name one more 50 dollars super chat real quick on the left. okay let's read, read it. it it's from moderate thoughts again says in medieval times people had titles like sharon the gold digger and sir ken the impotent was uh because a journey to meet could take many months what is your take on that level of disclosure love the show by the way kick-ass staycation wait what i don't understand what's being asked did you have a title that has a, an important descriptor to your personality like in this case it would be what was that guy's name jason the crackhead energy maybe yeah <laughs> jesse jesse the crackhead <laughs> um i don't know we'll have to think about you guys drop in the chat what is my my name in this case amala the what 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 best describes me i would love to see what you guys put in the chat down below because that is interesting i don't have one for for myself quite yet but i'll i'll let you guys pick one it'd normally be like amala the compassionate or something but today it'd be like amala the savage yeah Am I being savage today? Okay, well, we'll continue watching while you guys put those down in the chat down below. The level-headed, someone said. Uh, Amala, the level-headed, hopefully. Am I level-headed? Did I give Did I give too much of a hot take on uh, divorce and single parenthood? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I fully agree with Dr. Laura, by the way. I should look over here. All I said was that sometimes I consider that. Like, I swear on my life. I'll give you another chance if you guys want. Jesse, maybe you just want to, like, change your name or something? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure because like I enjoy talking to you because I think you're like a fucking psycho in a good way But like you still have the same name as my brother wait, let's and my brother's let's, like let's, one let's, of my least favorite people to ever exist in this world Like literally. Well, let's maybe we can work through it. Guys, I'm gonna light up red maybe one more we can time work through it. and you can make the decision see if you can see past his name Okay, well, it's up. It's, Dude, it's her girl. Call. You're not gonna do much better than that 
you should definitely pick you should definitely pick the guy. What do you mean? He does have his nails painted, which I am not a fan of, but his personality points are, are winning right now. Yeah. Even I would be like, how do you spell your Jesse? Is it uh, it's different than your brother. It's spell? it's spelled with a, a Z and an X. <laughs> I love how they just like forced them. They're like, no, actually, you are a match. Even though she hit the button and used her free will to say no, they're like, absolutely not. Actually, you're you are going on a second date. <laughs> I'm still trying to picture in my head how you spell that guy's name. If it's got a Z and an X in it, his name's Jesse. He's like, totally lying. Is Elon Musk, his dad or something. No, he's totally just lying <laughs> to get a second date with this girl, which is uh, very charming. So that is really <laughs> that's funny. I hope they actually go on a second date. Because you know what? That is a match if I have ever seen one on the button. And what's going to be interesting is that I know Cody Ko is going to do a reaction to Cody Ko taking over the button. So I'm going to have to freaking watch a reaction within a re reaction uh, whenever and then this you can video react comes to that, out. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, I think this is a good way to close out and move into Super Chat. So let's do exactly that. And guys, let me know in the chat down below, how do you like this kind of choose your adventure or you choose I react live? Should we do these more often and uh, spring them on you where you guys get to choose which videos we watch? Let me know. Yeah, let us know. I'm going to read some of these envelope the blanks okay. though, because you guys had some good ones. Envelope the badass, envelope the cool cat, the chill pill. <laughs> <laughs> the based, the strong-willed, the wise, the epic, the eloquent, Aww. the urban dictionary. You guys are the, too nice. Speaking of urban dictionary, when I was vetting one of those videos today and she said the thing about pegged, I had to look it up. And you had to look up what, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason I, I skipped that it. conversation yeah. because we, the show is not exactly family friendly, but we try to keep it at least within the bounds of reason. And that question <laughs> that she asked him, we had to skip. I'm so sorry. That and I'm sorry that you looked <laughs> that up. Innocent brain. Oh no. Uh, anyways. Okay. That was enough of that. Let's get into your super chats today. Uh, let's see. Cave is our first one. He says, working on game development while watching the show. Love the show as a libertarian. While I sometimes disagree, I always get the thought process. Nice. Thank you. We appreciate that. And I'm glad I, you're doing some stuff that I probably in no way, shape or form understand while you're watching this show. So that is cool. Sounds cool, though. Yeah. Uh, my dude says, I was going to say Gen Z needs to get their panties out of a bunch. But after watching your recent gym video, I would. I should say gym shorts instead. <laughs> yeah, and you guys seem to love that gym video. If you didn't catch up and uh, watch it, it's about gym girls and this whole idea of, you know, going to the gym, dressing provocatively, and then complaining when you get energy from other people and people are staring at you and all that. So go check out that video if you like. But yeah, that is a astute observation on, on your part. And a lot of you are saying down below that you loved uh, this choose your adventure idea for the show. All goes to Taylor. There's a round of applause. Yeah, maybe idea. we'll do more of it on uh, Fun Fridays. Let you guys vote what we react to and talk about. Yeah, sure thing. Which means you got to tune in live. Set your notifications on. Make gotta sure you're subscribed. In. Have that notification bell checked. You uh, smash that board. notification bell, guys. 
Uh, Ty Oren says, Taylor, Amala, you both rock and are such role models to me. Amala, is your email still the one with the PragerU address? No, it is not. It's the new one on my Instagram. The, on my Instagram, it should be new. If it's not, I'm going to go update it. And you can try sliding in the DMs. We'll check those sometimes. Slide not in the weird, DMs. Though. Yeah, not anything weird, though. Uh, Please. Daniel Santana says, happy Friday and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, guys. We have a video coming out tomorrow. Also, if you guys need some some time to fill on your weekend, it's going to be girl math versus boy math. Uh, the war of the sexes is going to hit tomorrow morning. So I can't wait for you guys to see that. It's more of like a fun video. Nothing serious for for this Saturday. Yeah, Alyssa says, uh, first time catching a live. Finally, love the show. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you. Uh, Christopher Alcine is becoming a regular now, a new irregular, but I love it. <laughs> uh, late for the stream because job interview. Oh, hopefully that went well. But how else can I support you guys, right? Totally love your content, 100%. Recommend it to everyone. Have a good day. Oh, thank you. And we were late to the stream too. <laughs> so <laughs> we're all in the same basket. Did you guys hear much of the fan playing during the show? Let me know down below because this might be a staple uh, here in this studio given the technical difficulties. But he asked how else he can support us, so we have to give a shameless plug now. He's keep us up for it. We do have a Patreon channel, guys. The link is in the description down below. Uh, and Patreon people will get to, you know, vote on stuff that we do for the show. They just voted for the name of the new Discord server, which I actually need to pull up and see what you guys picked let me pull that up um you'll get some extra content over there and the lowest tier on patreon is one dollar so you can give one dollar and still get access to literally everything that everybody else uh gets as well they voted for uncensored with amala so that's going to be the new name of the discord server uh and yeah so you can join on patreon if you'd like to support the show especially amid our uh, technical difficulties <laughs> yeah so Get on, get on Patreon, get on Discord, and join the Uncensored with Amala uh, server. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob Lenke just comes in clutch here with a $100 super chat. Whoa. Thanks for the show. Good reminders. Thank, Thank you, you Jacob. Jacob. Thank you so much. That is awesome. And by the way, just being here and liking the stream, engaging with it is worth a lot. That's so enough, you can't do anything else. We're just grateful you're here hanging out with us. Absolutely. And watching the show. Um, let's see. Alex Luscious is a good one. Have you ever heard of YouTube channels, Geeks and Gamers or Nerdrotic? If not, you should check them out in the future. We've had Nerdrotic <laughs> uh, on this show, baby. Uh, we do have a video talking about Woke Hollywood with Nerdrotic that you can check out. We do love Gary and we do intend on having him on this show in the future. So keep an eye out and uh, eventually he'll be back on. You know, Amala may or may not have appeared on a Friday Night Tides episode once uh, back in the day. Yeah, it uh, was not that long ago. Yeah, and it's so funny because it's while I was working at PragerU, right? And if you guys know Friday oh, Night yeah. Tights, uh, it is not the most appropriate of shows to be on. So the mix of like ha working at PragerU, which you, you're you not supposed to be inappropriate, <laughs> which valid, <laughs> of course. And then being on Friday Night Tights, it made it makes for an interesting uh, watch. <laughs> in, definitely. Uh, Nay Spaniel. Oh, we says, got another 50. Okay, let's from skip. Moderate guys, Thoughts. Skip the line right there, Moderate Thoughts. I think this show is important because America needs to be united again. 
Distraction is a weapon and people don't recognize that often enough. Watch how your tax dollars are being spent and have expectations. Yes, I mean, we completely agree with you. And that's why we try to like broach the issues, talk about it, have fun at the same time, make it like a positive space to get into these conversations. Because even if you're watching, you know, conservative or leftist content, so often it's like so angry and just like calling out stuff and this and that. And I think you can still achieve that without making it such a negative thing to do. If people leave feeling bad about like where they're at in the world or like feeling bad about having conversations it's not going to do much good to like unite or encourage people to start dialogues you need to make it a positive force and you gotta and that involves like compassion and you know allowing people to have differing views and giving voice to opposing opinions so we try we try our best there's another 50 dollars super chat there is. Uh, this is from Chris Bats. Chris Stops Muscites <laughs> says, I just love that I found someone that's thinking the same way as I am Aww. in any other ways. I'm an LGBTQ plus person and I don't agree about a lot of things all the people from my community agree on from these days. Yeah, that's great. And like there should never be that expectation. That's the sad part that now that if you're part of a community, you're meant to agree with everything that they say and do. And that's the, you know, the weird part with even being in a community at the first place. So I'm glad that you guys found this show that it's resonating with you and that you know from all walks of life you feel comfortable you know being who you are and, and sharing your opinion here so that's that is our ultimate goal so thank you guys it is and i'll just underscore that and like i packed up my bags and went all in on joining amala on this venture because i sincerely do believe in what she's doing what we're doing and this approach to conversation think it's something that's needed I, you know, I had a friend ask me uh, a, a while back like what do you think the solution is to the polarization that we're seeing in in society right now in america and even just in the, the western world and i think it is having more open conversations getting giving uh good faith arguments about other positions that you're engaging with ignoring the like angry sort of discourse and all that and c cutting mm -hmm. to debating issues on their merits and you know, treating people with a, a little bit of respect, with a little bit of, uh, you know, giving them, granting them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to their views and just letting some of the, the air, uh, the tension out of out of the conversation and really just yeah, making it so we can talk again because mm -hmm. uh, we, we can disagree. But if we can't even talk with each other, then that that's a tough thing. So we love hearing uh feedback like this that even if you may not agree with us or have the same quote unquote labels whatever we don't even really care about labels that much anymore yeah. we talk about being a free thinker being truth seeking and having open conversations those are the values that we have things we care about and i'm so glad that so many of y'all uh resonate with this and hopefully we're we're building something and, and changing the culture a little bit or at least making a dent i do hope so or stay insane with i each think other we are yeah staying to, sane yeah. our own little community staying sane with each other <laughs> All right, enough sappy stuff. Let's get back ah. on track here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Alex says, 100% facts. Taylor, going for a younger girl usually results with her having less baggage, more moldable in terms of not being set in your ways, slash bad habits as much, hopefully no kids, etc. Yeah. I mean, those are all things to to consider. But yeah, and again, <clears throat> I know. But there's young girls with very unhealthy mindsets who, you know, can be a terrible match if you're looking for a more traditional relationship as well. Exactly. So it's, I think it's always case by case and it, everything to be, you know, like we talked about it not too recently about divorce rates and everyone talking about marriage and all this stuff. And it's like so much of it depends on just the attitude, the character, the, the vision 
that the people going into the relationship have as individuals and what they've agreed upon as what makes a healthy relationship. So mm-hmm. I don't like this conversation descending into, well, all men prefer this type of woman or right. all women shouldn't do this. Like it's more nuanced. Than that. Yeah. And just like, be careful guys. Cause a lot of people, especially when they talk about dating and, and finding a significant other, they place who that person is going to be in a box before they've even met anybody. Like you'll hear people go, Oh, I'm, I only want to date, I don't want to date like somebody who's Asian or black or white, or I want to date somebody who's in this age range or make this amount of money or is in school this for tall. this or what. Yeah. Or this tall. And what you're doing is just like, First of all, you're you're cutting yourself off to so many people who could be absolutely great for you and for your life and could be just the best person for you. And uh, when you factor in things that could or could not matter in in the long term, you're cutting yourself off from possibilities. And then it becomes a never say never. Like you're bound to meet the person who falls in the category you say you're never going to be with. And then that's the person that you end up with because of, you know, the way that your your perspective is. So keep an open mind. Yeah, don't shrink the pool of people you could have an amazing relationship, life with, based on arbitrary characteristics Mm -hmm. that really don't matter that much compared to things that really do matter. Yeah. Uh, Alex again says, hey there, gang. See, this is why you should go back on to whatever podcast, because we need smart women to put these other women on the right track. Yeah, but then I'm like... (sighs) What the whatever podcast is very curated in the women that it brings on the show to represent a certain image. And I can guarantee you, I, I won't say I can guarantee you because I can't guarantee you. But if I had to place my bets on like the Candace episode, I believe that they curated the women who were going to be on for Candace Beyond, which totally makes sense. And you know what? It does show sort of one swath of society. And there are many girls who subscribe to that belief. So it's OK. But I just don't know how holistic of you it is of modernity and of women and i think it does it can both positively and negatively impact people i'd maybe be down to go on the show again in in half the debate and you know hopefully be a reasonable voice on it it's just not like the top priority for for me at the moment i feel like we can have a broader impact without that yeah i see it both ways i'm like give the people what they want it'd be such great fodder reaction fodder but right uh, i could see how it's just it's like to what degree are we are you contributing to just the the engine that we make makes our eyes roll? So yeah. uh, we got another hundred dollar super chat from MDRN Samurai says best of luck to you guys. I've been a fan for a while and it's nice to see you branch out on your own. Love seeing you on Lift, Run, Shoot with Cam Haynes as well. Keep hammering. Oh, thank you so oh, much. Man. Yeah, that was such a fun collab. Like, that's what I would love to do more of. There, are, There is, like, yeah. the whatever podcast where you, like, go on and you battle with people. And I think it's valuable. And I do think it, like, brings a lot of people over to this new message. But, like, doing stuff like going up a mountain with Cam Haynes and just challenging yourself and your body and your mind, I think that's going to be uh, a cool thing. Ice bath content is coming back because <laughs> I found that hose in my apartment. So we're going <laughs> to... We're going to bring that stuff back uh, and and maybe we'll do some some something around that. But yeah, there will be tons of different stuff and different projects and ventures that we, we go out on now that we're independent. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see Amala get her butt kicked uh, working out with Cam Haynes and yeah, running up a mountain and all of that, go check it out on Cam Haynes channel. Yes. Lift, run, shoot. And we also did a vlog uh, on our channel and mm-hmm. it didn't didn't perform as well as we expected, despite all of the resources we had to invest into at the time to go up there and and uh the filming the editing was more complicated so if you guys want to see more stuff like that 
watch it, but let us know too. And maybe we can set something up on Patreon or something where we can like fund specific projects if we have crazy ideas like that. Yeah. Uh, it, just it, whatever idea. you guys want to see, give me your ideas. And of course, we have that, that channel in the Discord where you give suggestions for topics for the show. If there's something even more specific, a certain vlog you want to see, a certain challenge you want to see, drop that uh, in, in the Discord. Another $50 super chat. <laughs> Jacob Blakey. Yeah. It says, keep an open mind, question mark. Thanks again. Another good message. Thank you. We try. Yeah, it's just, that's just the general message of the show. Keep an open mind. You guys never know. You guys never know how things are going to shift and change and where your life is going to be in a, uh, in really short, short amounts of time. P things change and flip on their head. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah says, not sure how this works, but love watching your videos. Wondering if you can oh. add your two cents about the new Robin Hood coming out. Or make a separate video another day. Just want to see your reaction. Isn't it like Robin Hood's now a black female or something like that? I think so. It's R-O-B-Y-N. R-O-B-Y-N Hood. Uh, yeah. Okay, I see it. Images. Let's pull it up. Not R-O-B-B-I-N. Uh, is this it? I can't tell. No, it doesn't look like... It's this one. Is it like <clears> a trailer? Huh? Is there a trailer yet? I don't know if we'll get copyright for playing it, but wow. I think it's this image right here, which you guys can see. Uh, you know how I feel about it, guys. Just another race swap uh, of a of another class. It's just so unnecessary. I get, you know, I get the the feelings behind wanting to be represented, but it's just like make a, make a new thing, please. You're just literally fueling divisiveness by changing out characters, and it's just so it's just so unnecessary. Like I just don't just write a new story. Everyone knows that diverse English folktale uh, of uh, Robin Hood. It's like, please, oh. please. It's getting, it's, it's, it's just, it's just getting too much. It's getting too much. It's starting to feel like pathetic is not the word, but that it, it is the sentiment. Like it's starting to feel like, do you come on now, guys? We really don't need this. Yeah. yeah no, no one's asking for this. Yeah. Um, and if they if they like chilled out, like, you know, I always use the example, like I didn't hate Hamilton because it had a actual like unique twist on how they were presenting history or whatever and, and everything. But like it just seems like they're race swapping every possible thing and to where even if there was like an honest sort of creative attempt to do something different, it gets lost in this this agenda that is just constantly out there. Relentlessly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we need it. We need a good break for a while and then maybe we can bring it back, but in a more sincere way. Hamilton was like such anyway. a mixed bags. Yeah. With like the diversity yeah. thing. I think it like was a catalyst for a lot of like new diversity films and shows and things like that. And in a way that's like a negative thing, but also like it created a new reverence for American history. And I think uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda could have done a way worse depiction of the founding fathers than what he put together in that musical. And, mm -hmm. you know, he actually did choose to like talk about, you know, the strength of these men, the things that they went through, you know, didn't focus too much on the like transgressive part of history, which I can admire. And I think like the impact that Hamilton had on like young children and young people suddenly being interested in American history or like knowing a little bit about Hamilton, even though a lot of the facts in the musical are skewed and not totally historically accurate. It still gave like kind of like a broad picture of what life might have been like. And for that, you know, I think that nets out in a way for, for what it did. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay. Danny Taronis says, hi, I finally catch one of your lives. It was my birthday this week. Oh, uh, happy this birthday. This is a good present. I love you guys. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks so much. That is great. I hope you had a, a very fantastic birthday, and I'm glad that you were able to, to join today. 
Yeah, you you super chatting us is a great present. Thank you. <laughs> we should be super chatting you. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks for thanks for hanging out with yeah. us. Uh, Emily M says, "Sad that Emily Radichkowski's praising divorce more than marriage. A uh, woman treating marriage as if it was still a dating situation is incredibly insane." Yeah, you got to be kind of careful with people who have like been through a certain thing promoting X thing because it's like, of course, you're going to promote the thing that you've been through, and uh, of course, you're going to glamorize the thing that you've been through because we all want to glamorize our lives. And I think in the age of social media, we do that more than anything else. We're always like romanticizing things that maybe we could just be more blunt about and say something that you probably want to avoid. And I think if anything is one of those things is divorce. You probably want to avoid that. Um, you know, unless it's going to put you off in a better, a better, more healthier situation, of course. Yeah. And there's something about like, I had this experience, therefore, you know, with marriage, therefore marriage is X, or mm -hmm. I had this ex positive experience with divorce, therefore divorce is X. And it's more, seems like you just want validation for your view by going public with it and hoping that you can feel better about your situation because of it, or you're trying to rationalize and justify it to yourself by, by putting it out there when that's your experience, but you don't need to project that on everyone. Else. Right. Like y'all know my view on marriage is like, very neutral because there's just so many different takes on it. The stats are not looking really good. You know who I would love to have on the show is James Sexton, that uh, divorce lawyer who did Soft White Underbelly. And then he was just recently on Lex and they had such a great conversation. I literally saw him do his uh, interview on Soft White Underbelly and I was like, I need to get him on the show. I need to get him on the show. I mean, if we can't get in touch with him and get that done, I at least want to maybe watch his interview with Lex Friedman because there are a lot of people who are staunchly pro-divorce. There are a lot of people who are staunchly anti-divorce. I do sit in the middle on the issue. I could go, you know, either way on any given day just because, you know, things don't look too great or too bad. There's there's just, as Taylor said, it's a case-by-case -case thing that, that people go through. And his perspective being a divorce lawyer is truly, truly interesting. And he's very articulate and he just cuts straight to the facts and tells you, you know, what is his observation having been a lawyer and having been married and divorced. It's really interesting. Hmm. I still haven't seen that. I need to, need to check it out. Oh, he's, he's great. It's great. Uh, Kelly A says he could have had some fake muscles put in. I find this super cringy as the, the muscular guy. From oh, about Bonko. Now, have you seen Bonko. like the guys that do like synthol in their arms yeah, and they just crazy. look absolutely nuts? Yeah, I don't think he's got like fake anything. I just think he's on roids. <laughs> just if I had to guess. Verity Johnson says, I recently got married. We didn't wait for marriage, but have only ever been with each other. We also aren't really on social media. I'm so happy we ended up being with just each other. Oh, that is beautiful. And congratulations on that. That's awesome. And uh, he's not on social media. Green flag. We all know it's a green, green flag. flag. <laughs> Coming from the person who does social media. Or living. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex Antaeus says, Amla, you have nothing to worry about. You're only unstable if you like the 1975 band and you ought if you automatically don't jam out to Gasolina when it well, plays. Well, guess what? I'm going to see the 1975 on Monday, so how do y'all feel about that? All of those 1975 haters in the chat. Um, I'm not I'm sure so how ready. I feel about a Monday concert. That's kind of you know a what? random day. This is, if it's the 1975, I'm up any day. Any day of the week. <laughs> any day of the week, baby, I'm there. How many times have you seen them now? This will be a fourth. Wow. I'm an OG. OG. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Fresh Start says, yo, good afternoon, guys. Loving the show as always. Third Super Chat and third live I'm catching. Anyway, wishing nice. you all the best. 
Have a great weekend. Thank you. I hope you have a great weekend yourself. And I'm glad you're catching the lives, guys. And it seems like this is a good time for the lives. I feel like we're getting people from all across everywhere. It's a good, good, good time to be Middle on the ground. internet. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see. Alyssa Cottom says, finally caught alive. <laughs> what should I do when my sister identifies as NB, non binary? I want to be respectful, but it's hard to refer to her as something she isn't. Ooh, I have to think about that. Okay, if my sister was doing that, I mean, if my sister said she was non binary, I would, I would talk to her the way that she wants to be talked to, but also just give plenty of space to just explore the ideas and to try your best to, you know, not have pushing conversations, but just explorative conversations about why they feel the need to make this decision truly come to them from the perspective of trying to understand why it is that they, uh, they believe the things that they believe about themselves. And I do truly believe that eventually just through understanding and compassion they they will have to confront uh the the ideas that they uh are are struggling with i think if you're if your sibling or family member is choosing to identify as non-binary you can get into like the cultural issues and the back and forth and your beliefs about gender and sex and all of these different things but i think at the heart of it is that person is hurting uh, in mm -hmm. their view of themselves, in their view of their bodies, they are struggling internally. So that should be your priority. How do I uh, reduce the burden of struggle? Am I, am I contributing to how you're struggling right now in any way, shape, or form? And what can I do on that front? Because love and compassion, I think, doles the pain and the incongruence that, that people feel more than anything else. I would lead with that. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be different for your relationship. I don't want to give a hard and fast rule for what you should do with your sister because it's your relationship uh, with your sister. I think you know what good times look like with your sister. You know how to access those good times. So try your best to do that. Here, here. Yeah. Leading with, I love and accept you, even if we disagree on this issue, I mm -hmm. think it's an important thing for them to not just hear, but to really feel to, to know that that's where your heart is at. And that'll open up the ability to have honest conversations, you know, once that is in place. But you don't want to, like, lead with warring ideologies mm -hmm. to where they can think you're rejecting me or you don't love me because of all of this. So, yeah, that's all I'd add. I think it's a symptom uh, of something else. Ahead. It's a symptom of something else going on. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, let's see. SM Kala. One says, first time I could catch you live. Great job and love the show today. It was a lot of fun. Love hearing oh. how you word things. You both were great. Oh, I'm glad. Glad that you got to catch the show and that you had a good time. We were trying something new today, so it seems like you guys liked it. Yes, indeed. Uh, 0709 B-Boy says, friendly Super Saiyan here. <laughs> Amala, the queen of Earth. <laughs> That's a little bit too much high praise, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know what a super oh super sapien? I'm sorry. Oh, super sapien! Super saiyan is an anime thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's from Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. I read that into it. It said yeah. sapien. Sapien, got it. Right. Much less cool. <laughs> I'm much less cool for having read into that. Uh, Atypical mess says, "Love the new show. I try to catch you every live." Funny enough, Candace was asked about pegging her husband on the whatever show i did see that clip on my tiktok I so uh yeah i didn't see her full response to it but i'm sure she handled it with grace <laughs> so there you go 
Uh, the Brimes says, I'd love for you to do a long-form documentary on any topic, really. Is that something you would do, hopefully, in the not-so-far future? It is something that we would do. It does take a lot of, of footwork. So with the two of us, just Taylor and I, it, it is quite the feat. But it is something that we've been uh, – it's a ball we've been kicking around, most definitely. And I do think I have a very interesting subject matter to focus on that I will not reveal on this show. But mm. most definitely, Yes. Yeah, just give give us a little time. We just uh, started the the new face of everything at the independent venture, uh, but as we're come. we're stabilizing and getting everything rolling here, that's definitely in the cards as big projects like that. And if again, if you guys have suggestions, hop on Discord or or whatever you want to do and um, let us know. Yeah. Let's see the Brimes. Just I just read that one. Laura says, "Watch watching your live for the first time while making apple pie and sugar cookies. Ooh. I love your content." Oh, that's so great! That's so wholesome. That's so trad wife of you. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. It warms my heart. We got a fifty dollar Taylor. Okay, another one. Uh, Craig Strazeri. Oh man! When are you bringing back Music Mondays? Also, I want to see Taylor sing. You know, my nails Uh, are gone, guys. I could actually bring a Music Monday to you any time now, so that might be around the bend. If for those of you who don't know, Craig, shout out to Craig. Uh, Worked at at Prairie with them. He was our boss. So our boss is in the (laughs) is in the chat down below. Hey, Craig, over here. (laughs) Making sure everything remains, everything stays good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should have made me singing on a live stream like the Fantasy Football League punishment or something. But uh, yeah. I'm going to try to stay out of the, the bottom slot so I don't have to worry about anything <laughs> like that. Uh, but thanks, Craig. I'd uh, grab my guitar if I thought it was see. tuned, but I don't think it's tuned at the moment. So Yeah, well, you know. Atypical mess. By the way, Craig always was on Amla about doing more Music Mondays. He's like, you need to show your personal side more. You need to be more relatable. So... Still not letting it go. <laughs> if you want to see Music Mondays, let us know in the chat. Yeah. Um, let's see. A typical mess says, I also I wanted to say the American dream is alive and well for us. My husband and I started a business from nothing 19 years ago and supports a very comfortable life for us and seven full-time people. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's I think about. yeah, the American dream is still alive. I do think it's shifting, and I do think in many ways it is under attack, and specifically by these like larger corporations, but it certainly still exists. Are you kidding me? Like, There's so many opportunities here. I think the opportunities look different than they did before, um, and there's certain fronts where I do think it's like the white picket fence in the house and stuff. That, that vision is shifting and changing, and I think we could fix that uh, if we banded together to fight uh, the big bad corporations, but hopefully, hopefully that happens. There's so much awareness of it now that I'm like, it has to happen. Unless the powers that be will not allow it. Yeah, and like you said before, like that's something the left and reasonable people on the left and reasonable people on the right could unite around is like getting rid of all these corporations and special interests and stuff like that that's ruining the American dream more than just the the classic old debates that we'd have with each other about you know different more liberal leaning ideas versus more conservative leaning ideas like that's not really being allowed to happen right now because Mm -hmm. we have so much of this downward control and pressure being exerted from the powers that be so yeah hopefully everyone could get maybe that's another documentary topic we could we could unpack for you guys it is uh let's see here not the spanner says first time catching a live. Cheers from South Africa. South Africa. Cheers, South Africa. 
<laughs> ah, I just go straight to Blood Diamond and Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's awesome. Love that. Uh, Caston Winter says, watching from Australia. Ah! And just wanted to say thank you for what you do. Sincere and in my opinion, wokeism is apparent, but very much toned down and more integrated than people think. Yeah, we we love our Australians. Uh, my boyfriend's Australian, so his family was here from Sydney. That's not, that's not an Australian accent. How yeah. would you say Sydney in an Australian accent? I don't know. Yeah. It's escaped me. You know when you try to do an accent like off the cuff and then your Australian is like British or your German is French or whatever? That's where I'm at right now. I'll, I'll, I'll work on my Aussie accent and bring it back for you guys because I used to do an Aussie impression on this show <laughs> a long time ago when we used to start the show with different accents. So uh, I'll bring it back with a little bit of practice. But no, I just had a bunch of Aussies, you know, hanging out with me here in, in Los Angeles. And it was interesting to hear about just like the difference between the two places and stuff like that so and here speaking of australia here's another super chat from caston uh it's a 50 dollar one so back to the front of the line <laughs> says here in australia there's a referendum happening wanted to know your opinion on it especially essentially allowing atsi for aboriginal torres straight islander people to basically have their own influence in parliament by the way, thank you for everything you do. Mm, I don't know enough about it to give my opinion. Like, I don't know what the dynamics are between, you know, the Aboriginals and, you know, the other people in Australia. I don't know how the governance works between the two different groups of people. I would have to look into it before I tell you how I feel about that. If they're, like, operating separately and now have representation within Parliament... I don't know. I could see how one would make that make sense, but I could also see how this could be like an affirmative action, a preferential treatment thing going on. So I don't know. I'm not going to give an opinion. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to hold off for more information. Uh, Anna M. Lintz says, Hey, Amelin Taylor, I'm so glad I could finally get my first super chat in while you were live. My technical first super chat I put in, not realizing you guys were already offline because oh. I forgot and paused the video. Oh, no. Oh, we so did get cut off earlier this you. week, too. Was it Monday that like, yeah. the last like five minutes or so got cut off? We didn't realize it. Yeah. Uh, thought we were live. But Tragic the recording of those last five minutes is on Spotify and wherever else. So It's somewhere. Did give a super chat that didn't get read at the very end of Monday's show. It's out there. Sorry, guys. That's we're, a funny story, we're, Anna. we're constantly fighting just pieces of plastic over here in this in this operation. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, no, not if Craig's watching, everything's going fine. We're not having any technical issues. This has been the super smooth <laughs> transition. We're fine. <laughs> uh, one more from Alex says, speaking of marriage, my brother Josh just got married on Wednesday and they were so thankful to you guys. Uh, shout out on Monday's show. Love your theme song, by the way. Oh, amazing. And congratulations. That is That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Hard Pass just sends a little fox emoji. That's Thank fancy. you. That's very nice of you. And Guilherme El de Sico says, Hi, Amla. I'm back from Brazil. Love the new show. Oh, thank you so much. We got Brazil. We got South Africa. We got Australia. We have all the people represented. 
Ah, talking about representation, people. We got them all right here. <laughs> all of the places. That's yeah, amazing. This is, that's why we like this time, because people from all over the world can tune in. Yeah. Across the pond and everywhere. But I think that was our last one. All right, guys. So that is our show today. We made it long because we were late. So <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed and you stuck around. Let me know if we should do more shows like this in the comments down below. And give me your thoughts on the different topics that we covered today. We watched The Button with Cody Ko. We watched uh, Does Gen Z Hate? America. We also got into Candace Owens talking about OnlyFans on the whatever podcast. So drop your thoughts on all those different subject matters. I love to hear from you guys. As always, if you disagree with me, duke it out in the comments, but do so respectfully. In fact, duke it out with each other, but do so respectfully. Can't emphasize that enough. If you like this video, like, subscribe, smash the notification bell to be notified every single time we're live. It's typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, unless our piece of equipment overheats. Then it's about 15 minutes after that. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for watching. Have a fantastic weekend. We have another video coming out tomorrow that I think you guys are going to enjoy. At least I hope you do. And, you know, be chill. Keep it chill. Bye, guys. <laughs>